Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This holiday, whether you're making a Kroger Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Kroger has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Kroger, fresh for everyone. What's up? I don't know. We're playing for you. Uh, stupid people. Talking about yourself again? Systems. Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, whatever time it is that you're listening to us, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to uh, the Daily Cup of Genre here on the Genreverse Podcast Network and YouTube channel. Please give us a follow on your favorite po- uh, podcast app and a sub here on the YouTube channel if you like what you see or hear leave a review comments thumbs up or or down and if you don't like it you know thumbs down leave a review comments and let us know what's what's up check out the uh website lrmonline.com every day for all entertainment news needs and opinions i'm kyle that's many and uh yeah i just had an annoying uh phone call about a an appointment we did not miss and then called people stupid and then there was many and now you're you're all caught up <laughs> and i'm already angry today and i i don't want to jump into that the the thing that made me angry first i really don't because i i have something that is is more uh curious manny uh star wars um announced that andor the first two episodes is going to air on ABC, uh, FX, Freeform, and Hulu, and it's it's interesting uh, because what does it mean? This is a Disney Plus exclusive show. Is this is this a sign of hey, we're trying to lure people to check it out who may not have Disney Plus because uh, it hasn't gotten the the greatest reception? Everyone keeps calling it boring, and I want to punch them in their faces for it, figuratively. Um, except Manny, I, I I'll really do that one next year at AX. No, I'm joking. <laughs> you can't catch uh, that catch me first. <laughs> that's true. I can't run. We're we're shit. Uh, uh, or is it two? Um, an attempt to uh, lure subs just straight up like they're they're fine with its overall performance, but they want to get more subs. We know that Andor doesn't necessarily appeal to older people or younger people as much as it does older. Uh, and by that, I mean anyone that's, you know, over, say, 27, 28. <laughs> um, but the third thing I could think of is ad revenue. We know Disney is hurting for for money. And here, if you release this, you're going to have a whole bunch of, of 
people that don't have Disney Plus checking it out for the first time. It's on four different things. Uh, Hulu is is uh, subscription, but there there are ads on Hulu as as well. Uh, is it a sign of the future? Do we do we start getting Disney Plus things like teases of them so they can earn a little bit of money and try to draw in in subs? I don't know, Manny. I know you might not find this as curious as I do, but what do you think might be going on? I think no one uh, think that Andor hasn't received the the love and admiration that they go through with the that it deserves. They need to. Um, sorry, my microphone did something weird. Um, they need to. Um, they're 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 going to need to figure out a way to to sell it to people. Unfortunately. Uh, Disney's first mistake already happened earlier with um, bombarding people with candy, which I which I will call nostalgia. <laughs> and, um, my and, now that, Wars, my, and now that my rebels, and now that there's time for some substance, for some vegetables, for some good, for some something <laughs> that'll give you life and uh, long term life, to to say mm-hmm. the least. You don't want it. You want the no. ice cream. You want the Grogu cameo. You want the Mandalorian cameo. You 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 know you want the Luke Skywalker. Do you remember that we're not even supposed to be in the Skywalker era anymore? Yeah. But but they got nothing. Absolutely yep. nothing. Yep. Andor yep. and Re- Andor and um, Rogue One is the closest that you've gotten to uh, to get almost away from it all, without mm-hmm. getting away from it all. Yeah. Everything else has been Skywalker oriented. Hell, he was even in Boba Fett for Papa no Palpatine. reason. Palpatine. <laughs> yeah. Skywalker or Papa Palpatine. So, um, I think they're trying to justify that now and and um, figure out why people don't don't like it and trying to get a bigger market for it. Um, which really surprises me. And yeah, at the same time, doesn't surprise me at all. Um, but I will say, uh. I think it but it's because of all of that because of because of all of, all of the all of the um snacks that you've given people that all of a sudden you you, you know you you can't do a show like this anymore it's not gonna be well received right. and yeah. um makes me worry about any type of uh because season two is is either just started or about to start filming makes me concerned about what they might do to it <laughs> oh yeah no i i uh, i 100 agree with throw you. in throw in a, a cad bane throw in throw in uh uh somehow fit luke skywalker in there yeah. he's like he's like 12 don't care <laughs> yeah it, that that's 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 really what it comes down to i will say andor in my opinion is two episodes too long um some of the exposition is very unnecessary because it's a very linear uh not there's no surprises here that that right. need that much exposition and there's no there's no big moments that need to um uh simmer as long as they have um i think the best I love mo- the drama <laughs> the, the best moment has come with um with the last episode and those last and that last line in that episode 10 which completely no. <laughs> like I can't swim. It's like oh, oh, my God. oh. <laughs> that that nah. uh, that was that was. See, but and the, and the thing is, so you do need to build like that moment. That's very important. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I and I think I'm talking about the exposition with maybe some of the um, 
some of the I, I don't know what you want to call them pre-rebels or whatever especially right, that, that he that he worked early with de- early desperate groups and because stuff, it was yeah. like we're not coming back to them <laughs> uh and so i didn't need all those backstories like uh, well they've kind of a couple of and i don't want to spoil anything for for others out there who haven't seen it all uh i do want to say for those that are listening and not watching uh it is abc on the 23rd FX on the uh, 24th, Freeform on the 25th, and it'll be available. Uh, these are the first two episodes of the of the series available on Hulu from the 23rd through December seventh. Uh, um, I do. Uh, they have followed uh, a few of those early Rebel uh, group characters. Uh, two of them in, in particular. Uh, one who's got a connection to someone else, and the other one has a, a big connection to to the first, of course. Um, but yeah, I mean, even I found myself, especially in the first, uh, prison episode or second prison episode, I don't remember which one where I was like, ah, you could have probably cut this up and put it on into other episodes. So I, I do agree that there is, there is some room for some different cuts, uh, but it is so good. This is, this is the Star Wars EU. This is why the EU was so loved because we, we admitted that the universe, or excuse me, the galaxy is big and that while the big fighting might include names like Palpatine and Skywalker, there's a whole bunch of people on the ground level. There's that, yeah. there's that word, the, the ground level, like your, your daredevils and shit like that, that people always like, man, give us more ground level Marvel. And then you're like, I don't want ground level Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, give yeah. me techno dancing lights, sabers and, and Clone Wars stuff. And I, if it's not that, I don't care. Mm. I mean, God, guys, this is, this is the, this is, this is Star Wars for grownups without it having to be filled. Uh, and they, they said shit once and they've shown, uh, uh, an attractive female thigh and they've shown attractive male chests and stuff like that. There's a little bit of, 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 uh, up to this, but I mean, it's, it's for grownups as in it's, it's not aimed at at 12 year olds and everyone can enjoy it you know the the thigh and the shirtless men you see that at a beach so uh uh you're you're gonna be fine showing this to your to your 10 year old they just might not find it as as interesting and that's okay because there are a lot of 16 plus year year olds that are into drama that are into high higher sci-fi thinking things and and your dune and your 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 stuff like that there's plenty of us Stop ignoring us. <laughs> no, because we don't go to um, Disneyland, and we don't buy. We buy the mo- we buy more <laughs> I, merch than anyone outside of the outside of Disneyland. Because you're right, we're not there. It's too damn I was gonna, expensive. And I was gonna. I was about to say we don't buy Grogu toys, and then I look over to my right and go, "Never mind." <laughs> <laughs> I've got it. I got a giant stuffed Grogu <laughs> in, like, in my in my closet. Like seven of them. There's like yeah. seven of them on the bed next to me, and I'm like. Well, that is, that is the thing, dude. It it is older, older fans that, uh, it is older fans that tend to buy the majority of the, uh, especially the expensive merchandise and, and collectibles, the, the t-shirts. Yeah. You're selling a lot of, 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 uh, small toys, uh, little action figures, the cheapy stuff to, uh, younger, uh, younger fans. You're, you're selling some, um lego sets and stuff but even even the lego thing besides my own son uh i know a crap a crap ton of adults that are into the into the star wars uh legos you know um so i i don't i don't 
I I don't know the exact breakdown. If someone thinks they do, do, uh, do or have uh, uh, poured through the sheets to where there's some easy charts to, to look at, I don't think, I don't, th- I mean, the absolute state, <laughs> the, the absolute state of Star Wars merchandise. I can remember a time where Star Wars had its own aisle, full aisle. Sometimes covering both sides of it. Now you go into into a Walmart or, or Target or any any toy area, and Star Wars is no bigger than Marvel, no bigger than Pokemon. I mean, it's it's sad. It's it's tiny. It's pathetic. So that means that the the people that that were buying uh, uh, the amount of kids that used to buy Star Wars merchandise in the era of the of the prequels or the or the nineties before the prequels uh, when they came in the, like the green back boxes and stuff like that, they all looked like buff eighties <laughs> action figures. Uh, the, the those numbers haven't been replaced, and those of us that grew up were not interested in the in the cheap. You know, no bending elbow uh, action figures that they have, but we we sure do buy a crap ton of the more expensive collectibles. So I don't know what they get out of aiming it at exclusively, and that's not saying that you can't enjoy it as a as an an adult. But it is so the 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 aim, the target audience from Star Wars has gone from general audiences, all ages, family uh, friendly, to 12, 12 and under. Sometimes 10 and under when you look at some of the animated stuff. And then we finally get something, again, for everyone that might just skew towards people with a bit more maturity. And you guys, yeah, people just crap all over it. And I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I, I, <sighs> you know, who's doing their franchise a doing it right. And, um, Who? and I say this with a, lot, with a lot of bias. No, nobody watches that. Um, and <laughs> I always say that teasing, just just to be fair. Um, I know how how big it's growing, and hell, we have it in theaters now. Like all, like all these movies are coming out, which is great. The majority I, of our subscribers are here for anime, so you watch your mouth. <laughs> I mean, someone's got to play, play the Kyle to um to anime. Like it was funny because I I like my only issue with anime is I don't have time to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I can I can respect but but that. there I am, you know, first in line for Dragon Ball Z and and for <laughs> My Hero Academia, mainly because actually all my friends are weebs anyway, so like I kind of yeah. get dragged into it. That's like okay, let let's go watch it. Um, so uh, with a lot of bias, I'm going to say that's why Star Trek is doing their fans quite the quite the service because they have currently levels of shows mm-hmm. that you can enjoy. If you're, something for kids, if you're something for if you're a old. classic classic Star Trek fan, you have Strange New Worlds, which now gives mm-hmm. you that episodic classic feel with the with the really wonky fantastical episodes sometimes that just done very very well. Um, and then if you want kind of more of a modern serialized series, you have Discovery. You you, mm-hmm. you can enjoy that. You can enjoy that a, a season long story. Same but uh, you know same concepts, same Star Trek that you love. If uh, you're more of a teenager, you need something a little bit more raunchier. Lower decks, lower decks yeah. will, will will do it for you. And it has has so many callbacks to so many other uh, other series that it will allow you really to almost like a uh, like a like a, like a uh, like a gateway um, a show to ch- to check out other things um, that are that are popular or very beloved in the franchise. 
And if you're a kid, you got Prodigy. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna introduce you to a lot of a lot of different Star Trek themes and messages that that are gonna get a lot more serious when you when you get to the um, the older um, the older groups. And that's it, right? And yeah. and and then you have the 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 treasure trove of other shows, um, Voyager, Federation, Deep Space Nine, and the movies. Um, did you mention Discovery? I'm sorry. Yeah, I did. That was that. Oh, that was the, the serialized one. Yeah, general audience. Yeah, entry, so you new got, thing. You got um, you got you got a little bit of everything, and um, th- yeah. Do they have they have their specific moments for callback, especially in lower decks because it's animated. You could you could do a ton of them and makes it funny, but uh, in in general, every everything is focused on a on a current storyline on on something that um something that they're working on now. They're not they're not always busy. Okay, and if you like nostalgia, they do have Picard. <laughs> Which, yeah. which is just nostalgia <laughs> no story all nostalgia i forgot that one yeah so they so they even have that they even like okay you want nostalgia we have a whole show where we're just gonna stuff it all in there we're not gonna do anything else but nostalgia um there you go and and despite the fact that i don't feel like the story's ever been very strong in picard mm-hmm. i watch it because i i am a sucker sometimes for nostalgia but i also have my other shows that i'm going to be watching that that fill the need for other types of content but with with star trek uh you know on on nostalgia because i'm always one of the ones to to rip on it uh quite fast but i've i've said repeatedly that it's it's repeated uh visits to a well or it's the uh we used to hate this but now we're stupid and and we love it that type of nostalgia irks me when it's a deep cut something that hasn't been uh redone something that's not a a game that's not even 20 years old getting a full ground up remake like when when you go back 20 30 years to something that that hasn't been done multiple times already it gets a bit of a pass for me yeah sure i'm still slightly annoyed because i'm like let's get let's get some original uh ideas going but something like uh, the the uh, Picard crew, like we haven't, they haven't gone back to that that well repeatedly. You know, this was their first, you know, time kind of bringing all these these characters back to do this this type of thing. So it, I could see where even people that are a little, uh, that there are projects where even the nostalgia wary can still feel nostalgic and i'm not going to consider that like hypocritical it gets it gets me even i i can't remember well, the last well, no, one there like, was but there was something but what, what i'm saying is that there is that there is that there is that nostalgia element that they yeah. recognize that fans are going to want so here's the and show they're feeding it yeah. yeah here's the show so you got like seven of nine from voyager you know you have you have, of course you have your picards you have your other people in federation whatever and everything in between and it um it works because you're because it's not it's not trying to t- it's it's not it's not butting heads with anything new yeah or it's not it's not um yeah it's it's not trying to uh to fit it all into one sandwich yeah you know like like a perfect example of boba fett we had like one or two episodes of boba fett and then what do we do added cad bane we added grogu we added uh the mandalorian Luke, we Mar- added Mando. yeah ahsoka and it's like, wait a minute! I thought this was a story about Boba Fett. Oh, he's... that was that was Mandalorian season uh two point five. It it honestly should have just been called that, and that would have been fine. <laughs> a couple of a breakaway episodes, you know, a couple of breakaway episodes with Boba Fett. There's not there would have been nothing wrong with that. Boba Fett yeah. 
I think has been one of the most overhyped characters yes. in Star Wars history that yes. honestly never yes. deserved the light that he has been given. I, I do believe that. Hallelujah. What did he do <laughs> other than get beat by a blind guy? Yep. And and eaten. Yep. Amen. And then got, and then I his, got you hundred uh, percent. He his, looked cool. His his story and then his story <laughs> of, of how he got out was told by Patton Oswald in an episode <sighs> of Parks and Rec. <laughs> Have you you've seen that clip, right? Well, I mean, uh they've they've discussed him. I mean, he he did get out in the EU, and it was basically that. But I, I have know, not but, seen that. But episode, I know, but it's just, no. it's just funny to, to hear. It. Yeah. When you hear from Patton Oswalt, then you see it on Disney Plus. It makes it funnier. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I and mean... so yeah, I, and so, um, and everything, and then everything's been so intertwined with uh, merchandise or with rides or with uh, a Star Cruiser that <laughs> didn't do very well. Um, it's not doing very well. Um, that you you kind of. I, I really think that they it's so much more to Disney about making money than than, than even even I and I know you do, whatever you don't like George Lucas fine but at least it still had that that legacy that legendary feel because things were coming out every every week with something new like there were some projects I mean like I mean uh what uh, there's some projects coming out where I'm like why do we need that nobody like you you're you're oversaturating the market with star wars yeah and and you have a group of people who pretend like everything of it is great and then you get <sighs> something like andor and it's like no it's it's boring it's slow and it's like well um this is the newest content that we've been able to get in a long time this is the most interesting character we've seen in a while characters yeah you know mon mothma uh uh luthan Mm-hmm. Stellan Skarsgård, the stellar Stellan Skarsgård, in yeah. that in that last episode, his speech. What did it cost? What have, what have I given up? Just like, oh, dude, yes, yes, give me all of the all of the drama. Give it, give it. I'm I'm down. Yeah, <sighs> and, and so um, I, I just I just think that in you know they they put they put their eggs all in one basket, and in order to draw interest. Now they've uh, now they got to live with it, just like a yeah. certain party has to live with a certain candidate. I'm not gonna say who it is, but y'all know who it is. Y'all know who I'm talking about. <laughs> so, so now, so now you're gonna ha- you now you're stuck making this type of shows, where you're gonna have to keep making callbacks or else. No um, one's gonna watch. No one's. Oh, you're gonna call it boring. You're gonna call it uninteresting. And then next season, what are you gonna get? You're gonna get some weird thing with Grogu in it on yeah. Andor where he just like walks by the screen <laughs> and that's going to be the the most significant part of the season like wh- where's the imagination in some of these writers because that's the same problem that we had with She-Hawk at, at over over um with that series yeah it's um it took it took the marketing for Daredevil to to yeah. to really pique yeah. people's interest and then, and yeah. this is coming from somebody who had been begging to see Jane Wall um Jennifer Walters and a Matt Murdock on the same screen. Yeah, I, I, I since it's since that, Daredevil, uh, I've been wanting that. And it's then that bait and switch, and or either a bait and switch or a bait to the to like you said the parks or hopefully toys. Which again, I point to how I said earlier that the sales lower, the quality lower. But it's look, look nostalgia. You know the the way they try to do handoffs. Sometimes you look at Ghostbusters Afterlife. Look, look, 
the, the original Ghostbusters right right here. I, I, I like that. I love that. But it, but it's so. an but it's an example of of that type of thing that studios do versus say what Top Gun Maverick did, which mm-hmm. was like this is a Top Gun sequel. It's it's about Maverick, and yes, there's new crews with him. Yeah, but it's about he's him. got a new yeah. position. But this is this isn't a passing of the torch. This is a <laughs> sequel. Yeah, and and depending on how you throw movies out. Sometimes the passing of the torch thing can kind of work quite often when it's especially that type of legacy characters. You need something a little bit smoother. But Bill Murray and Harold Ramis, rest in peace, ruined that them themselves on uh, Groundhog Day. They both uh, they both um, were jerks to each other <laughs> and and stubborn. But anyways, uh, you like Bioshock, don't you? If I remember. Correctly. Oh yeah, I love Bioshock. So you and I uh, have discussed in the in the past on on this show. And by the way, guys, we're coming up on 200 episodes of of the Daily Cup of Genre. When that does hit, you'll notice if you listen on the podcast side, I've had uh, the legacy number underneath the like uh, not reboot but relaunch uh, number. We're in the 60s on that. Uh, when we hit 200, I'm pulling a Marvel. Yeah, we're at 62 for the new new numbers. When we hit 200, and this should be 196, I'm pulling a, a Marvel and DC, and I'm switching the legacy number up on top. Will be uh-huh. episode 200. But uh, you and I have discussed uh, uh, video game movies repeatedly. And and video game shows now, uh, Halo and and Resident Evil, and and we've mentioned the problems and the fears and how we we thought uh, uh, TV shows or streaming shows would do better than movies because you have more time, but it's still really hard because you you are the character in a game. Bioshock scares the hell out of me because I mm-hmm. freaking love it, and it, the fact is that uh, uh, Netflix is doing the movie of all the. All of the studios, Netflix is doing the movie. Well, is it and, is it specifically Netflix or what's the studio behind it? Because uh, <clears throat> I, as far as like who who some of the producers are, I don't know. Let me see if I can't look that yeah, up. I keep but, talking. I'll see if I can find it. Okay, uh, but um, Collider had a uh, interview with uh, uh, the games, um, uh, the game. Uh, the director uh francis uh lawrence all right uh and he spoke about kind of the status of it and uh uh what about it so he says well michael green who's the writer uh who wrote blade runner 2049 among other things and who's been a friend of mine for years he's writing it and he's in the middle of writing it uh right now we already have our take outlined and all that kind of stuff so that's all done He's now just actually uh, writing. That's why I said it's a real possibility of it being what's next. What's next on his uh, on his docket? Um, he uh, uh, he added, and this is to the point Manny and I have talked about. What's rough about uh, uh, game adaptations? First of all, I think it's one of the best games ever created. It's damn good in my opinion as well. It's also, I think, one of the most uh, visually unique games ever created. Yeah. The other, yes, indeed. Uh, the other thing, uh, and one of the things that always appeals uh, to me is it is very thematic. There's real ideas and philosophies underneath 
the game property and it's really really uh really thought out a lot of games may have a great world of some kind or they may have a uh great lead character or they may tee you up for great set pieces but they don't really have the ideas they don't have the kind of weight and gravitas that bioshock does the sort of combo of real ideas and philosophies mixed with the unbelievable aesthetic of it plus one of the other things i love 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 is the sort of strange mashup of of genre the idea uh you have of what feels like a period piece mixed with body horror mixed with sci-fi uh it's one of the those great mashups and i think it can be really unique and really beautiful and entertaining so basically he's he's saying that his has and i realize i had the wrong window up on on uh obs sorry about that guys uh, basically what he's, he's saying, he's, they've been looking at you for the whole time I've been talking, Manny. Uh, basically what he's saying is that this, this game has more to it for them to draw from to make it a better adaptation than say, uh, the, the zombies and umbrella for resident evil or the, the aliens, the flood or whatever from, uh, 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 halo that, that kind, that kind of property is too basic, I guess is, is kind of how I, I took, uh, uh, what he's saying. Uh, they don't want to get too much into the, uh, process, uh, or don't want to get too much into what's going on. Cause it's still really early in the process. Uh, he says he certainly have not felt, uh, stifled in any way or sent in any, uh, directions with Netflix. So he's saying they get to carry on with the, the tone and, and, uh, uh, stuff that they want. He says a lot of it is saying, uh, really true to the game itself and we're talking to take two interactive so yeah uh how do you how do you feel man does any of that uh ease any fears because i'll tell you tell you what i still am scared shitless oh no i don't care what they tell me you better show me the movie before we, <laughs> we start talking about common fears uh yeah it's it's uh it's a it's a video game movie to me um as of late I feel like uh, the only video game movies that have been successful, um, the Sonic. Sonic, the Sonic franchise, Pikachu. Uh, um, oh yeah, Detective Pikachu. That um, I forget that that um, that that technically That's is a video good. game movie. Is it a video? I mean, it's like oh, whatever. There's it's a, a game called. Detective okay, it, like Pikachu. comes with. Uh, okay, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, Ash Ketchum, the by the way, shout out to my boy for finally, uh, finally, finally world champ winning the big one. I I literally almost cried because that was like, <laughs> tell me that's not a lot of people's childhood. It was him trying to lot, become. Yeah. Um, although I will say, um, a bit of a stretch the way that that battle ended. A little bit. Did you headbutting Charizard? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, mm. You win All with right. tackle? I mean, I've, I've won with, with tackle in, in uh, the old Game Boy games too, but still. Yeah, <laughs> uh, anyway. But I guess, like, that's a very powerful Pikachu. Like, yeah. like in the games, could it happen? Yeah, you're right. Uh, but still, um, shout out to him. Uh, and uh, Mortal Kombat, the latest Mortal Kombat, I thought did, did uh, was very, yeah. very well made um, for what it was. And I'll, I'll even throw it in there just because uh, Wreck-It Ralph is technically a video game movie. <laughs> um, and that's it. That's really that's really it, I think. Um, other than that, they've tried. I have high hopes for Mario. I do. I know you don't. I you don't, know. Stupid Mario voice. God, you're, you're, you're just re- 
ridiculous. My daughter looked at me and I said, li- she was like, why does he sound so weird? And I was like, exactly. Thank I you. I could not listen to Thank two you. hours of, of video game voice. I, there's no listen, way. Listen, I listen to two hours of you sometimes. I deal with it. We, we get through it. it we, we, we do okay. <laughs> so... Uh. Um, um huh. it, it might be good though. So um I do like the fact that Jack Black is playing um Bowser. Mm. So but it's like out of all the actors and I and I think it's because of it's like like really like like Chris Pratt, like he's in everything. Like give it to anyone else. I, I do not Anyone else coming in with the uh with the Brooklyn New Yorker type accent and you would have uh been a little bit happier is, is what you're saying i don't know <laughs> you should have let oh he oh, he passed away unfortunately i was like the, the guy who played it the actor that played him uh originally in the movie bob, bob hoskins bob hoskins yeah, yeah. like yeah hey, you know i'm mario well, that's what he yeah. was that's what he's i mean he, he's gruffer sounding yeah. than uh pratt but you can hear that's what pratt is trying to do he's going for that try trying is a big stretch. new yorker well, we only heard him say, uh, <laughs> "What is this place?" and uh, "Mushroom Kingdom." Here we, here we come. There, there's not a lot of room there to show your vocal. Yeah, but you range. and I have talked about the issues with video games. Is the fact that it, it video games are such a personal experience yeah, yeah, that yeah. That, it, that it makes it very difficult to um, replicate to to make it to a movie because you take you're taking you're really taking that away from. Um, from from audiences you know you're used to, you're used to being able to create to um uh create uh, to maneuver the characters and, and really create their story as you're going along now you're now you're now you're kind of just watching somebody play badly mm-hmm. and and so that's that's the um that's the problem with it there's nothing wrong yeah, with it that's but... that's that would be annoying <laughs> and then also um they need to stop letting people who don't they're not the fans games, not the fans yeah um uh for example um i just remember how upset i was when most of the people on halo had not played halo that yeah. that was that was <laughs> or when they say like oh yeah you know it's like, we're not really taking from the game we're kind of taking our own direction it's like oh or um, we're, we're gonna have a courtroom uh based show and we we don't know how to write courtroom okay, stuff okay, and, we, see, and we couldn't now, borrow now you're, any now you're writers for court, to, courtrooms <laughs> now, now you're going back to she hawk and that's our video game property I, I will not let you do that sorry next thing sorry, you know you're gonna start talking about sorry. sony again who have failed very badly Vi- with, with video, um, game, video games with video yeah. games so freaking resident evil so yeah <laughs> okay i get yeah so um but i think i think that's the that's the big issue mm, and it sucks it because uh they're, they're so beloved like um and what is it because this is a video game thing but we also saw it in the mandalorian what is it with characters that don't take their helmets off that the first thing they decide to always do is take their well, helmets off? I, I mean, they did the same thing with the uh, uh, young actors uh, for the uh, last Power Rangers yeah. movie. They figured out a way because they want their faces I get, to be I seen. get that, but like... Then, to, then don't pick the part. <laughs> yeah, pick, like, yeah. If if you're that desperate for your you know, face to be seen, the, don't the pick, crappy don't thing pick about that the Power part. Rangers thing is that it really had potential. That cast, oh God, yeah, that cast was great. Great, they had great, an amazing great spend, cast. Starting off with Zordon was a ranger, and and Rita mm-hmm. was the green. That all of that was just brilliant. It, it it needed it needed a couple of different EPs, I think. Um, and I really didn't mind what's her face as um, Elizabeth Banks as mm-hmm. um, 
Rita, I thought she was fine no. also. And my biggest issues were the Zords. The looked stupid and not seeing Mega Zord come together. Right. Well, you know, it's like that's like that's like a huge moment. I, and then David Yo said it too. I'm talking about the movie. It's like, why would you deprive fans of it? Because that's like the that's like the moment. Same thing when like uh what's what's the one with the lions? Um Voltron. Voltron. Like if you don't see Voltron coming together, it's like what's the Oh damn my point? god. If if and when they ever get that live action thing off the ground, first off, ninety percent sure it'll suck. But if the ten percent chance of it being great happens, if they don't have them damn cats go up into the sky, yeah. fold and, and create and then lock in and stuff, yeah, I'll be I'll be mad. It's like I, it's like, yeah, budget problems. It's like, no, screw you, man. <laughs> and then it deprived us of seeing whatever they wanted to do with, with um Tommy. But I, there was so much potential there and made me it upset, so much. It upset me with how much potential it was. There. So much. And I mean, people have seen people that have been watching the show for a couple of years know that I've got my my uh, white and green Ranger hoodies that I'm wearing most of the most of the time when it's not summer. Uh, you can't see the the top shelf uh, behind me is covered in in uh, green and white Ranger stuff. So, yeah. So you do believe uh, the Green Ranger is the most important Ranger or the best Ranger? Most, yeah. It's all about Tommy Oliver, man. God, like this. So, there's I, so I many a, of you I guys a, that just like I have a total, total over Tommy. Heter- I was gonna say I'm a total hetero simp for Tommy. <laughs> I, I had I had this. He was badass, man. He I had he the was, same fight. He was green and evil for for a minute. He was dark. He was I had this, awesome. I had the same fight with somebody at work, <laughs> who um, and I did it at that point to antagonize him because I didn't realize like how, like how big of a Tommy uh. Tommy Simpy was, and then it was like, oh man, like you, you, you really like Tommy, don't you? He's like, he's the best ranger ever, and it's like, mm. one second. Oh boy, I, I'm sorry, I'll guys. I did something. I did something. Ridiculous. Oh yeah. Just one. It's cool. It's one of my collectibles that I'm really happy to have. You mean the flute that he plays that shouldn't technically work? Yes, because. Whoops. Uh, which button do I use? Oh, no. <laughs> yes, that one. Okay. Uh, the flute that he shouldn't be able to play because he's wearing a mask that has no <laughs> has no open mouth. <laughs> Doesn't it's matter, all right. Doesn't man. matter. It it doesn't, who cares? Like, it's great. Um, yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah. It's like... It, it um it should have happened hey we're supposed to be talking about video game movies but it's okay yeah somehow we we got distracted Power Rangers are cool yeah any anything else about bioshock other than us just being scared and his, it, his just, comments it's, not it's really fixing such, it it's just such a big world <laughs> that you know it does worry me that it's just yeah it's too big like yeah um, and i i think that there's so much that okay you're you're gonna end up regardless of how good your story is you're gonna leave out something really important that's gonna piss us off regardless but i get it you know you can't have everything uh and and then or they're gonna change something and and it's gonna piss us off even more you know what i mean um that's that's really it that's that's all i can say about it it's just um do, do you so I kind of have this uh uh hope <laughs> I don't know why but especially after uh the Batman 
um, Atlas Fon- Fontaine. I hope that uh, Colin Farrell plays him. <laughs> I, I, I don't know exactly because uh, it kind of fits uh, uh, his Atlas persona can kind of fit Farrell in a, in a way. But that Fontaine thing after seeing uh, the Batman and, and him as Penguin and, mm-hmm. and whatnot, I do. I think uh, I think Colin Farrell could play a uh, imagine him just saying, uh, would you kindly <laughs> throughout the throughout the movie? You know, to, you know who I kind of want to see guy. in that movie? And, and you may you may not like it. Um, what damn? What the heck is his name? Um, shoot, I can't even remember his name anymore. Uh, he was in the movie with. Uh, oh shit! Um, sorry. Oh my bad. Uh, you're gonna have to edit that out. I no, you, you can say, you can say shit. Uh, Ryan Gosling. As um like, as who? But the um, lead. Yeah, Ryan I, or. I, or as the lead as your as the character you play yeah i could see that i mean I, I, I think he's like young enough but old enough right now and but more than i mean it's gonna be difficult to get although netflix has been getting bigger names but also i wouldn't be mad if none of the names are recognizable yeah what about uh what about andrew ryan himself who should play the the uh king of of uh rapture um you know a name that i thought might be kind of cool just because he has kind of a an evil look to him all the time he's been mm-hmm. featured in um uh american horror story quite a bit um i'm not sure if you're gonna know the name of ben whitrock put a little mustache on him um i i think uh and and just kind of the persona I, i've seen him played uh if he I see that I, I think i think he'd be pretty good because I could, I could see that because there's always something snarky about him and something kind of like uh i know like you you know like you know he's not you know he's not yeah um 100 like a good guy or or the, ever but i can't remember the the crazy surgeon he was he was a he was german right if i'm not mistaken i believe so i, I have in, in a few daniel Brohl, zemo let him be the mad surgeon i know he gets typecasted as bad guys all all the time you go back to like in glorious bastards and zemo and whatnot but that that would be fun oh, or we'll we'll go with the austrian who who can easily play germans and and christoph waltz you oh, know yeah. oh, that that's like that's almost <laughs> one of those things where where you're like um he could play any bad guy mm. and it doesn't matter because he's gonna yeah. you know he's gonna kill it um it's kind of annoying but yeah, it's like yeah, it's almost it's almost like saying Idris Idris Elba for any lead character, and you're like, sure, okay, yeah, sure, what knuckles, why yeah, why not? It's like what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure, why not? Idris Elba for Mario. Um, <laughs> I found one. Sure, let's do it. I'll take him over. I'll take him over Pratt. Oh man, I, you I know would. What? I was I, gonna. I just, it's just kind of he's just kind of annoying. At the, like it's like. <laughs> let's move on uh i was gonna potentially uh crap all over the hollywood reporters uh ranking of of 70 marvel movies allegedly all 70 marvel movies but we don't have time because that will definitely cause uh cause quite the fight but if you guys have time to uh check out the hollywood reporters uh uh marvel movies ranked when you get to the top 10 
you're you're probably gonna lose your lose your mind because uh there, there's some really dumb picks there some really dumb picks anyways guys no um, now i'm super curious and i do want to talk about it <laughs> <laughs> okay so oh god with uh 42 minutes and let's let's try just, to keep just it. and we i mean we could just always so, talk about it tomorrow and just want to talk it about show. it tomorrow yeah we'll, we'll talk about it to, it's already tomorrow yeah well yeah we'll talk about it tomorrow all right guys uh there's there's a reason to come back uh tomorrow there's here always else. a reason to come back there's there well there's one particular reason is what i should say but yes there oh, yeah, is me. always a reason to come back uh to the uh genreverse youtube channel and podcast uh network uh because we've got the daily cog and we've got uh breaking geek radio which does long form what cog does it, you know reviews and news leaks uh rumors uh discussions uh we've got anime covered with avr and avr squared we've got star wars on on the cantina marvel with marvel multiverse mayhem we even do trailer reactions on on uh the youtube channel with john genre shot all of the reviews and and podcasts go up wherever you get your uh, podcast from Google, Spotify, Apple, and and uh, Stitcher. So uh, give us a follow, and especially if you're on Apple, if you're listening to us on a- Apple right now, we would love uh, a review, a rating, please. That would really help us uh, out. Uh, and uh, LRMOnline.com, where you can see Janet and Jonesy talking on Breaking Geek Radio right now about uh, Wakanda Forever. I was gonna, I was gonna say it's it's quite fun here at the at the genreverse man we are so diverse that uh between uh you and i and uh uh jammer and jonesy covering uh wakanda forever and reviewing it you guys can get the the uh opinions of a couple of latin uh uh latin american blooded um uh dudes a black dude and a colonizer I and mean, hey you, you get all three sides of the- <laughs> all three sides of the story right to the colonizer <laughs> I love that that line that Shuri said. <laughs> when are we leaving so I can go see my favorite colonizer? It was, it was great. I love I love I love a lot of mo- little moments in that movie, but <laughs> so, God, it, it got dragged down by some not so great so moments. Just just really quick, it's been <laughs> funny to talk to people about about the movie, especially mm-hmm. like Hispanic friends. They're like, you know, we love Wakanda and everything, <laughs> but. If Namor asked us to burn the world with him, and then everybody just... It's funny. I get the same response. It's this. They go... (laughs) And I go... And I go, you know, Wakanda had a good run, but, you know, we... We 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 gotta stick with the people, man. You guys are just <laughs> you guys are just lucky. Summoning magic is not a real thing. Otherwise, Medi- meteor would have done smited this planet a long time ago by my hands. Anyways, guys, we did all the closing stuff. Uh, social media information down below in the in the uh, description box as well. At that Kyle Malone on Twitter. At Manny Gomez Media on Twitter for Manny and uh, Riddle Me This Five One Zero on Instagram. Uh, check out Manny's interviews for the Santa Claus all up on the uh, LRM uh, LRM YouTube channel. So, yeah. Anything else, Manny? Um, I don't know.
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.